Good morning. How are all of you today? I am so grateful that you are with me once again with Healers and Latin Network. And today we are going to talk about taking personal responsibility. Thomas Brown said that we carry within us the wonders we seek without us. The general interpretation of taking responsibility means acknowledging that you are the cause or the source of something. My interpretation is that you are part of something that caused a setback in one way or another. Yet now you are taking control of something that is within your power and your control. The one thing that people are all responsible for is their future and how they choose to live their life. It is a person's responsibility to decide how they're going to move forward every day from their past. It is every individual's responsibility to be in control of their actions and reactions towards others and most importantly toward themselves. Taking responsibility is a stepping stone in the healing process. It is a vital step that really cannot be skipped. The majority of overpowerment, so to say, comes through the ability to take the responsibility for the future and the ability to actually live life to its fullest. Taking responsibility does not mean that the abuse, trauma, or the past will be forgotten or that an abuser will get away with their actions. It only means that someone is consciously taking their power back, standing strong, and becoming empowered throughout their daily life. Once the client understands this, it takes a lot of unconscious inner conflict out of the picture, and it actually frees up the client's state of mind to focus on their healing process. This always seems to be a big self-sabotaging factor as the client's understanding of these two concepts unconsciously sabotages the process, especially if the client was abused. Also, remember that trauma takes place when a person isn't able to resolve 
stressful circumstances that made the body feel threatened either emotionally or physically. Trauma isn't something that happens to us. It's an experience that we can greatly alter a psychological ways of coping with life depending on the inner resources that we have had available at a time to help us cope and survive the stressful event. So just a quick overview that when a person feels a negative feeling as a result of the trauma, then we'll be exploring how this traumatic or stressful event made them feel without reliving the actual event. It is so important to understand the forgiveness concept and taking responsibility a solid foundation for your client to work with and here is why but let me take a break first for I can help you understand this a little bit better thank you so much thank you so kindly for coming back so the power in understanding forgiveness the client should forgive that just moving forward in life doesn't mean forgiveness moving forward does mean that a person no longer desperately clings to grudges and trauma anymore forgiving also includes moving forward away from the issues at hand and most importantly the past in this instance forgiveness is accompanied by a sense of peace and understanding forgiveness is to understand their own actions and the reactions to behaviors or circumstances it doesn't mean that they have to approve of what has happened. They just take to acknowledge that it did. Often, we're in so much pain or denial that we cannot recognize there is an issue or a block to be released in the first place because you're stuck in this place of anger and resentment. Ignoring the obvious signs is a way to keep safe. It may not be until something from your past confronts you that you're forced to deal with the very thing you've been running away from. Forgiveness means moving on in whatever capacity you can always remember that forgiveness equals freedom and empowerment forgiveness is a process that starts automatically unfolding when you truly understand the role you played 
in the role that the other person played. You understand the pain and trauma that you caused certain behaviors in you as well as for, as well as for the person that you were in conflict with to surface. Forgiveness comes naturally once the story from the past is understood. So are you perceiving the truth or are you perceiving something else? We need to explore that. When you're sitting in a position and behavior, for instance, a face-to-face -face session with someone, when a client, as you're working through this, starts to cry, that client is in distress. But we never touch the client we acknowledge that this is normal compassionate response to comfort someone in distress however when you touch a client while they are activated it takes them out of the triggered state which is exactly where you want them to be do keep in mind that the triggered state isn't always necessary however it is quite helpful as the client is able to feel and access their emotions more quickly and easily where they feel it what do they feel how is it affecting them the body is also indicating to the client that a trauma cycle needs to complete itself comfort and dissociates them from the activated state this means that once they have calmed down it might be harder for them to access this emotion again when a client is crying it is very cathartic and it's very good for them to get it out if they have to cry if they have to scream whatever it takes they are completing this trauma cycle however in some people they tend to stay in this crying state too long this is a place where they feel safe to express themselves which at the given moment is perfect you might also want to guide them to feel safe to express themselves with words so that their needs and personal boundaries can be met if the client continues to cry and there is too much emotional charge then immediately take them into an alpha brainwave state as this will help the block cycle to complete go into the expanded awareness and in short stay absolutely 100% focused on your client we prefer to teach practitioners whether you work with a client or on yourself 
This doesn't always mean eye contact. Don't stare at your client the whole time either. Keep the connection and rapport open. Be emotionally present. Drop your awareness into your heart center and stay connected to what is being felt and communicated through the session. Imagine the white light and then imagine a beautiful ball of light above your head. And this light represents your consciousness. And it slowly moves from the intellectual head down into the heart opening of the gates of the limbic system. We need to allow ourselves to go through this and to take care of it and to feel it and be able to remove the underlying imbalances and allow this person to be free of this trauma so they can fly, for they can have joy, happiness, love. With trauma, there are so many involvements. There can be discordant energies. There can be trauma energies. There can be heart walls, despair anchors, broadcast messages, a will energy of to hate yourself. There's so much involved. If you are going through this and experiencing such pain, as I have experienced trauma, and excuse me, but it is hard to get through. Let me help you reach out. I would be honored. May God bless you. Namaste. Hello and welcome to Blue Dream Love and Wellness. Today we are going to talk about our aura, a U-R-A, our aura that extends about three feet around us. Everything in the universe, people, plants, planets, truly everything is made up of energy. And this energetic field extends well beyond the physical body. This is the aura of our bodies. We are all able to detect it radiating energy, even if we don't realize it. When you walk into a room and know there's tension, even though no one is saying anything, you're picking up on the aura of other people. There are actually seven layers within this aura. The etheric layer, which governs the physical sensations of our body. The emotional layer, which governs our personal feelings. The mental layer, which governs our thoughts and our patterns. The astral layer, which governs unconditional emotions. The spiritual layer that governs our ethnic template and our higher will. The celestial layer governing our emotional template and our higher feelings. Casual layer connecting to our spiritual path and our universal energy. The first layer that we talked about was the physical and etheric bodies. This is a densest of the subtle energy fields and is our electromagnetic body. It exists within us, is around every cell of our body, and stores vital energy. It stretches three to five inches around the physical body and is associated 
with the base of the sacral chakra. The second layer of the body, the emotional body. The emotional layer is part of both the etheric layer and the lower astral layer and is connected to our personal feelings and the sacral and solar plexus chakra. This is associated with feelings about self and those desires that would master us if we did not control them. All the chakras but the crown and the root open into this level. The aura layer, number three, the mental body. It is concerned with our rational and mental activity, which is constantly changing. Negative thought forms attract negativity, while positive thought forms attract positive influence into our lives. This layer holds all we have learned in our lifetime. Our thoughts have a direct relationship to how we feel. So this layer is associated with both the solar plexus chakra and the throat chakra. Now the fourth layer of the aura is the astral body. And this is associated with love and acts as a bridge between the lower chakras, connecting us to the physical life and the higher chakras of our spiritual being. This is where all intuitive activity takes place. A great deal of subconscious interaction also takes place on this level where there is no division between the soul and the personality. The fifth layer, the spiritual body. This relates to the interaction of the personality, the soul, and the divine will. This level is associated with learning to trust. So the level we tune into when we are when we like someone or we dislike someone or when we feel that something is wrong in the world. Our personality is the combination of all of our life patterns, but those learn from experience and those inherited by our DNA and culture. The sixth layer, the celestial body. This level is more subtle than all the others. And it relates to our finer feelings and our divine qualities such as unconditional love, compassion, courage, and higher aspiration. It is the plane of meditation rather than the thought and contemplation rather than an analysis. It is the level of inspiration and the template for feeling about self and the soul is nourished at this level by the beauty of nature music, art, meditation, and prayer. The seventh layer, the casual body. As this layer, we can experience spiritual ecstasy and times when we feel our connection with the universe. It is stronger and more resilient layer, containing the main current that runs up and down the spine, nourishing the whole body. This layer of pure creativity and thought the level of consciousness as we understand the perfect pattern of things and become enlightened, our soul and our life purposes. These seven layers of the aura interact with all of our chakras, of which is said that there are more than 189 in the physical body and more than 72,000 in the seven layers of the aura. But we focus on the seven major ones, the crown chakra, the third eye chakra, the
the throat chakra, the heart chakra, the solar plexus chakra, the sacral chakra, and the root chakra. We can also stop to think about the ear chakra. We can think about the mouth chakra, the tongue, the shoulder, the stomach. There's even hips, knees, and feet chakras and hand chakras. There are many chakras that are within our body and they are called the lower chakras, which are the nadas. We naturally assume it is our body that creates the energy field of the aura, but it is the other way around because we are, after all, all spiritual beings that happen to have a human physical life. The healthier we are physically, the more universal energy flows effortlessly through us, creating harmony and balance in our bodies and in our lives. There is no such thing as an ordinary aura because everyone is simply amazing. Your aura energy system is fundamental to your health. Most people tend to think of an aura as something that is around them, like an energetic spacesuit. But the truth is very different. Your aura, the amazing energy-filled space all around you, comes from deep within you. It is composed of two energies, the electromagnetic strength of your cells that create a force field that emanate through every part of your body, through your skin and beyond. The radiant and subtle energy from your energetic core that radiates through every part of your whole body system, through your skin and continues out about the length of your arms. So it's three foot all the way around. Together, these two energies create a vast connective weave of lemoniscic figure eights that move in consistent and life-sustaining patterns, continually moving from the deepest part of your energy field to the furthest away. It's healthy functioning. It is essential for you to feel healthy and resilient. And it's colorful as well. The colors of your auras change constantly and comes from the way that the different energy systems are vibrating together. A key to know that if you are experiencing sensitivity in your aura, it will be comprised and will need support. When the aura is comprised, every cell is less than it can be. It is very difficult or even impossible to activate full and radiant health without a healthy aura. So the connection is that your aura connects you to everything around you. It is a vital part of your grounding system, so it connects you up, down, and all around. Your aura also enlivens your chakras, and in doing so, your aura connects you to you, your compassion, and your radiance. It protects you because it has a cell membrane all around it, that helps to buffer you from the challenges of the outside world like EMF toxicity, bright lights, noise, and even certain people. It also communicates and carries information through all of your other systems to every energy system within your body, every cell, every organ, every gland. 
your entire energy system, including your aura, is more finely tuned and therefore more responsive. It is designed to connect, moving upward and outward as much as downwards. An ordinary aura really holds strong between your earth star and your below your feet and your sun star above your head. The expansiveness of outward connection is mostly governed through the heart field. Your ability to tap into the super subconscious is far more heightened so that it means that it isn't just your immediate environment that your aura is tuned into. It is the collective and cosmic too. And for this reason, I think it should be called the empath aura, the expanded consciousness aura, because it does expand the whole way. Because of our sensitivity, because of our connection, we are going to transform the world because it is just too painful not to transform the world. So we too can see auras. Practice with a friend. This is how I started. And I know sometimes some people cannot see auras. But you sit your friend across the room from you about 10 paces to a wall that is light. Or you can put a white sheet up. And you want to stare at this person between the top of their head and their shoulders. And I want you to dim your eyes. And I want you to imagine as they get blurry, the colors that come out and escape because you will see them. Just like when you rub your hands together and pull them apart, you feel that energy between your hands. That energy will also show and it will have color. I thank you for listening today and I bless you. And I pray that you have a beautiful day. This is Cynthia Kemper with Blue Dream Love and Wellness. You can contact me at bluedreamloveandwellness.com at any time. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Namaste.